Count. Ah, shit. No, not. <laughs> that's not our theme song. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> What's up, guys? What's going on, shitheads? We're back again. So yeah, you totally missed us last week. That's for sure. Uh, we got kind of busy and uh, trying to make time for this video project, which uh, we're done technically. Well, we're done shooting. Nowhere yeah. near done editing. We haven't really figured anything out. Um, if you get, if you end up hearing this first and you didn't see the video, then you know that it was horrible ass and trash. Or we just decided that we didn't know what the fuck we were doing. So um, that's just foretelling, forewarning about our little video cast. What do you think, man? For our fucking first time. I dug it. It was it's something different. It's something that I I never done and I didn't think I'd do. Um, interesting setup that we're still kind of looking at right now. Uh, yeah, we're, we're still Machiavellian. This this is a little still at home. Um, man, this quarantine has, has us reaching all over the box to try to entertain ourselves and entertain you guys. I like it. I think it's something fun. Oh, this is an awesome time killer. Yeah. Obviously, we had shit to do last week, but it's cool because uh, if not, we'd be busting out more of these. And the last thing I want to do is that because uh, I keep looking at the camera like it's fucking looking at me, man. <laughs> it is looking at you, actually. It's, it's taking my soul. It's stealing your soul. Fucking shit. Um, no, yeah, I, I thought it was fun. Our first episode is uh, like our first episode of the podcast is going to be <laughs> one to remember. Uh, but yeah, man, we, we're going to learn from the mistakes and we're going to try to get it better. Uh, I just, I like the idea because I was a big fan of some good news with, uh, John Krasinski. I liked that what he did when this whole quarantine stuff started, that he came up with that oh, video cast. yes, yes. And, uh, I'm a big fan of He's the... talking about Jim from The Office, yeah. in case y'all don't know his real name. Um, I, I really dug that and what he, what the idea that he had. And I'm a big fan and I've always brought it up to you, uh... Two Bears, One Cave with Tom Segura and Burt Kreischer. And they have like a video version of their podcast, which they're just hanging out, basically doing what we did. And uh, we're, we're doing a little bit more new stuff, like entertainment stuff, but I, well, I like I, it. I think we just... It was just the first don't episode. Expect, don't, yeah, expect don't expect our it. podcast to be that. Honestly, the reason we did it was because... A throwback to our first episode. Our throwback to our first podcast was us just going off about Batman. <laughs> so, um... We we kind of wanted to stick to that idea and kind of try to do the same thing with pay our homage. video. Huh? Pay, pay homage to yeah, pay homage to, to our roots. But I, I dug it. I'm I'm very excited for the upcoming episodes. And again, we're we're not censored by like a studio or we're not censored by like a network, so we can really talk about whatever the hell we want to talk about. We're just talking about our opinions. Yeah. I mean, not like other news anchors don't do that. Obviously, there's some strict regulations yeah, here and there. But yet, nonetheless, they're talking about their story. You know, uh, technically what we did is that we looked up another story that piqued our interest, that kind of mashed together all the shit that we like to talk about. Yep. And we're like, this is, a, this is a good rip piece. That's what it was. It was a fucking rip piece. But nonetheless, we try to make it something our own. Again, first video, um, one camera and a microphone. That's really all we did. It's pretty, all, pretty much all we need. Well, uh, maybe for now, I think. Yeah, for because now. For now, for what we're doing, I think that's pretty much what we need for now. For now, like, just just me looking at our setup, I, I've seen the way uh, people that actually monetize this type of production, 
how much equipment they have, how much stuff they actually use, and it's like overwhelming. Like they got like ten different lights for a fucking room the size of this. They got like four cameras. They have at least one camera guy or two camera guys. And even when there's one camera guy, they have so many cameras that have all the other angles that the camera guy is really just doing the floating camera thing. Yeah. And I, I think they do that because uh, it gets boring just watching the same angle. But then I've told you about that uh, Red and Link uh, video stuff I see on Facebook. Yeah. And I'm like... That's technically one video shot, you know what I mean? And they just kind of, like, crop it, do their thing. So, like, to me, just like, again, when it was our first podcast, it's, this is a learning experience. And we like to share our experiences with y'all. Because, shit, if you're bored enough to do it, why not, you know? Uh, hit us up, give us a link, you know, do all that cool stuff. And we'll probably hit you back up, too. Like, if you want us to come on your podcast or something, we're totally down with that. Because, totally uh... Again, when we first started this thing, uh, we gave a lot of pointers, right? Like, use Anchor, do this, and uh, we still use Anchor. And, I mean, maybe we don't like it as much as before, right? I still like it. Um, I know you like it. You're just, you're a fucking bandwagoner, bro. I like it, but, it, it, I mean, I'm open up to anything. But, yeah, we, we, we promoted it first. Uh, we promoted Anchor first, and uh, we know a couple of people who jumped on it and uh, started using it. And man, it's it's something. It, it, it's a it's a good place to get your bearings. It's a good place to stay on track. If you actually start it off right, you can actually make some money off of it. Which we're trying to do now. Like we're really yeah, we fucked up and we waited too long, and now Anchor's not really helping us out until we fix our viewer pages. Which I think our problem is is that we should have struck so many views by now, but we stopped for a very long time. From we recording. were very sporadic. Yeah. No, we're no more because, consistent. But yeah. here's the thing: we we're very sporadic because of like personal stuff that you were going through, living where you were living, and coming back. Home. Yeah, we were, we we, 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 we didn't live in the same place. Uh, yeah, that was, and we didn't we, have the setup that we had now. Yeah, we don't have we, the setup we we have now. We we started literally by what we said we were gonna have like a twenty dollar budget, and we went over like oh. ten dollars. Yeah, yeah, that was for our first time, and um. I added the box. I started getting more audio clips. I was able to fully record through uh, Discord and stuff like that. Which and I kind of found a way to do it. Like when you know how I want to do like the wrestling stuff. I found uh, a, a way through Discord to how to record the audio as well. Like if for when some reason you're never there, you're not there. I found a way to do it, and I'll, I'll, oh. I'll, I'll share that with you uh, cool. later. Um, but coming back to this episode, uh, so we got uh, some topics to talk about. And uh, <coughs> yeah. a story that you might start yelling at me for, but oh uh, no, no, I'm not. But you're curious about what how how my my day went. So first and foremost, I kind of want to start it off with uh, the recent big news: uh, Black Panther, Chadwick Bosman uh, passing, which crazy, all, all, like out of nowhere uh, passing. Rest in peace to him. I know you'd never seen Black Panther. I don't. I, you have your reasons. I saw the Five Bloods or what's it called? Oh, is it good? I haven't seen that one yet. Five Bloods. Yeah, it's good. Um, I saw again. The again, it's did. like uh, I don't know why people always do that and say, "Oh, it's because it's like from Netflix. It's not going to be that Yo, good." Netflix has but, great movies. Yeah, Netflix does have great movies. I feel like that's this is one of those that's going to be up there, especially because um, 
I don't know. Um, to be honest, like since since the whole uh, Marvel phase that we went through, it ha- it hasn't been the it hasn't been the same thing. You know what I mean? Mm. Like I I haven't really wanted to rewatch it. I haven't really wanted to really? jump back on bases. No, I haven't bothered rewatching anything. I said I was. I tried watching again the first Captain America movie and no, yeah. I just wasn't. Well, I'm, it. I'm not a Captain America fan. Maybe, but that's not the point. The point no, was to, that... to rewatch it again. It's because I've already seen the whole Marvel stories. Because I would every time like enough would, time you saw them enough times is what you're saying. The thing is, every time one of those big like group pictures movie came out, I rewatched the whole series. So I'm kind of tapped on what I what I did. I never did that. What I did <laughs> what I what I did watch again was both Spider Man movies. Uh, I watched both of them. But back to uh, Chadwick Boseman, yeah, passing away, uh, colon cancer, uh, which which is sucks because he was a great actor. He played uh, Jackie Robinson. In the movie Forty Two, which is where I first saw him, and uh, I I just lo- I just saw his actually right before his passing the um, the movie that he did as a cop I want to say Twenty One Bridges or something like that's the name of it. Um, sorry if I got it wrong, but it, he's a great actor. I know there's a story you want to tell, but well, one- yeah, because I came across it like so randomly on my newsfeed. But we can we can end this topic with that. The one thing I do want to say is in reference to Marvel. Don't recast that character like T'Challa. Don't recast him. Either yeah, pass on the, the pass on the torch. Story. Give it to the sister, or and hear me out. Bring Killmonger back. Cause I know who you are. Now what do you want? I want the throne. See, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, Michael B. Jordan plays the oh man, yes plays okay. the quote unquote bad guy because he wasn't really like a bad guy. He was like a a tween, like a tweener, cool bad guy, because he had a lot of point to it. Like his storyline was, he was the rightful first king. It's like the bad guy, you, like the villain you yeah. can relate to. But again, his his story was his family was the rightful king to become up next, but yeah. they they moved him out to the states, so he comes back to claim his spot and beats him in the beats him up the first time and then. Obviously, T'Challa comes back and kicks his ass. Uh, either bring Killmonger back, since him and Michael B. Jordan were good friends, or uh, the sister have her be uh, Black Panther, man. Like I would, and that comes out in the comics, so I'd be totally be down with that. Uh, there is another Black Panther movie coming out. Yes. Okay. Like part two is definitely coming out. So, yeah, that's my opinion on that. I'm interested to see what's going to happen there. Um, I'm sure they have. Some kind of plan. Well, I'm pretty sure they're coming up with them. Maybe they had some filming done before we even knew I, about maybe. it. Maybe. I really don't that know. That kind of ties in. Because, I mean, I understand keeping that a whole, like, you know, amongst myself, secret type of thing. Like, it's not the world's business about... Because Marvel or, didn't know. At oh, all. they didn't. They came out and said they had no idea. Because I, so I was going to say... He legit filmed, like, the Endgame's two movies, like, the last two movies... Wow, he was sick. Well, I mean, like, like that, but that's what I mean. Like, I mean, I hope they're not just saying that for hype. Because technically, when you well, when you run into arrangements like that, you should be aware of the well, conditions that, like, the people that have officially that said have. that all the studios that he did his last movies with, uh-huh. all said that he hadn't mentioned that he was sick. Like, thing he never mentioned to them that he was wow. sick. Wow. 
It's almost like a real kept secret. And like that to me is fucking, especially like in this digital age where like fans really want to know everything about a character. Right. Yeah. And a lot and, of no, people, not a character like the, uh, actor, the actor, the uh, actor themselves, like they go paparazzi and, crazy. And a lot of people, I remember it came out a lot when he there was a picture of him that surfaced that he had lost a lot of weight and they were giving him a lot of shit. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and um, I didn't comment on it because I thought he was just trying to gear up for a role. Like, uh, I, I mean, Christian I Bale does I never all got the time. To, yeah, I never got to see a lot of his films. I, I didn't know if he was going to be like one of those method actors like Christian Bale, where he just loses crazy amount of weight for a film. Yeah. But when I saw him, like the photos of him, I said the same thing about Christian Bale when he was super thin. I was like, he looks sick. Yeah. I didn't know he was actually sick. And... um it must have been the day after the news had hit. You know, you know, I'm not that kind of guy who's like always on social media looking up videos and stuff like yeah. that. Like, um, I don't know. I, I spend my time doing other stupid shit, I guess. <laughs> and um, I ended up seeing one of those videos where he's getting the Academy Award and all that. And he makes his speech out to uh, Denzel Washington. Yeah. Uh, I had no idea about all that I, stuff. I knew about that. That was fun. It's a great stuff. So... Yeah, so he comes up, says how the only reason there's a Black Panther or the only reason that I got to be an actor is because of the fact of Denzel Washington uh, helping me pay for school, you know? Like, he technically ran a charity fund for me type of thing. And then the way he said it and seeing the way Denzel talked about it, how he was saying, like, this is about the future actors. Like, these are supposed to be those those leaders or those those characters that are going to replace us eventually like why wouldn't why wouldn't i invest my time and money into a person like that that i know that can do better than us yeah and you know very motivating very like captive speeches that they montage together with that you know very uh sodomant and sentimental uh uh background music that gets you all like teary in the in the in the back, <clears throat> you know, yeah, clearing your throat, like, oh my god, nah. but um, no, I mean, it really was like that, and I thought it was just awesome, like, it's amazing, it made me appreciate Denzel Washington like a thousand times more, even though that I didn't think he was a good actor. He's a great, he's a actor. fucking great actor. Uh, he's done so many movies, he's done so many different roles, he's played so many different characters. Some might mix up, and you could always say that maybe he plays the same characters in some places. But even then, he has so much character range that he's played it all. I feel. I, I feel like he's been um, the evil. In he's been. Day. He's been dead evil. He's been pure evil. He's been like bad good, and he's been good good. He's done all the in betweens. He's been also where he plays uh, neutrals, mm-hmm. where you kind of want him to do with your feeling, and still somehow perform outperforms and. Acts like the good guy, bad guy, and all the things all together. I feel like Man on Fire was like the one that oh, really captured that one. That's one of his greatest movies. I, Training Day to me is one is one of my favorite movies. Uh, Man on Fire is on the at least the top. And I mean, you know, you're, you're talking about a list of movies that he had compared to John Q is one of is a great and one another one of my favorites. Well, I was gonna say Black Panther. Sorry for like I can't really say his name. Uh, Chadwick Bosman. Chad Chadwick, Chadwick Bosman. Bosman. I'm like, all right, because I look at that name, and I feel like if I look at that name, it's like going to look like Pfeiffer. Yeah. Michelle Pfeiffer. 
Fafafafur, fuck, dude, I couldn't spell that name. I look stupid saying it. But um, um but, but honestly, at the end of that, my to end that this topic on it is help other people out when you have the opportunity to help. Don't help selfishly, because Denzel didn't help selfishly. He wasn't expecting anything in return and helping him. That's true. We did. It was just a, a kind thing to do when he saw talent. Um. Uh, and I push that a lot because of like, the, if you want to know about your integrity, you do what these people did. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'm making a South Park reference there for people <laughs> who don't know. <laughs> um, because my thing is like, especially with the, like the wrestling stuff that I do, like I didn't have to go out of my way to help Carla as much as I did. But I wish, and I just had this conversation with Spartan. Where I tried to do a podcast with just me and Luis uh, a couple of days ago, and my phone just decided not to do it. But yeah. we had a conversation to where. I wish I had someone like me and him that we're very helpful to the younger generation of wrestlers when we were coming up. But then he he, he brought up the questions like, would you have still been the same person you are now if you had somebody helping you? Because we had to grind for ours. And that like that was like a good, oh shit, that's a good, that's a good point. Uh, but I still say like now that I have the opportunity to help somebody, like the way I helped Carla, the way I helped Wicho uh, in their wrestling, the way Daga's helping us, like... If you have that opportunity, stick out your hand and help somebody. It doesn't have to be just specifically in a career thing. Uh, I do it all the time, and not not to humble brag, but you see somebody. I, I've gone to the store, and some guys like, "Hey, do you have cash?" Or like, hey, "Man, nobody carries cash anymore." Yeah, I'll be like, "Yo, no, but if you're hungry, I'll, I'll get you some food. I'll get you water. Like it's hot. As, and we live in a rain, man. It's like 300 degrees outside. I'll get you." Yeah, water. Yeah, and like, again, that's that's be be kind to people when you can. If you have, don't the just hand out the money to the to bums. We're not telling you to do that. Yeah, don't either. do that. Be- like you got to be real for a second, and like if you really want to gauge the the integrity of somebody, you know they're asking you for money, but if you offer them a meal, they're gonna say yes or no. That kind of tells you exactly the type of person they are. But yeah, and because at the end of the day, I'm still trying to give you something. something. Yeah, like that. That's my thing. Like, if you have the opportunity to help people, help people. And my second big thing is what I love that he, the circle that he had around him was the people who are down for you, your real day one friends, will not leak shit, will not tell people your your business. He had it for forty three, four years. We never found out. And he's an A list actor. You would imagine. Fucking Kim Kardashian yeah, parts somebody, everybody knows. Somebody would have said something. Yeah, it, it was very mind-boggling to me, even though I didn't know him that well, besides that he was Black Panther, and then that it came out in the Five Bloods, and then, like, I started noticing these things later on. Like, I didn't really get to follow him along the way I, I hoped I did. And... I don't know. I'll probably look back on his movies and feel like, fuck, did I miss out? Like The Jackie Robinson movie is really good. I feel like I'm like... No, but I'm saying, like, now that he's not around, like, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm going to miss out on a lot of movies where I would have considered him as, as an actor. Where yeah, I of get course, to see yes, him. Like, of course. It's kind of like uh, when people talk about, like, uh, Heath Ledger. Even though that fool left us in a completely different way, my I'm point is is that I feel like a lot of people thought that he had peaked as an actor with the with Joker role. But he had so many other movies. He played a lot of, like, uh, romantic comedies type of yeah. things. But the one, like, okay, my favorite Heath Ledger movie besides The Dark Knight is Candy. Uh, it's a junkie movie. You would never guess my favorite from him. Which one? A Knight's Tale. Which is a good movie, it's though. A it's a good movie. <laughs> good movie. Yeah, no, no, no. It's I a like that one. It's a good movie. <laughs> I, like, 
I, he, he, did, he did the the romantic comedy of the ten things they hate about you, but so did yeah. uh, <laughs> so did uh, all right, all right, all right. But uh, Matthew McConaughey, that's how he started. Oh yeah, Matthew McConaughey also has played very yeah. Very but then he played. evolved into like serious, and I feel like he was about to hit his stride in serious roles because I was about to say he's played serious roles, good roles, bad roles. Yeah, uh, like, but I, you know, speaking of him, I just watched Wolf of Wall Street because I was gonna get on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The CEO oh. and the money comes in. The parade comes to town. Going down Broadway. It's a one-way street. Oh, yeah. I was like, okay, yeah, like I, I, I will get into that. <laughs> but but uh, more than anything, um, something completely unrelated. But uh, you know how movies are always trying to come back and making a series out of it. Uh, I just went and I went looking for the movies to get uh, the Bill and Ted series, so I can watch. The new one that just came out. Oh, you know, you're gonna binge watch all three? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I have to. I have to. Yes, let me know how it is. I haven't seen it yet. I. Oh no, I, I know. I haven't seen the last one either. Okay. But the the um, trailer looks funny as shit, though. I think I gotta say, uh, a bogus journey, which I think is part two. I effed up because, uh, I I. I try to find it somewhere, and by the time it was playing, because it was actually on cable, it was like 20 minutes in, and I'm like, lost as fuck. <laughs> so I watched like 40 minutes of it, I'm like, oh, dude, this is getting really good. Like, they're getting to that climax of the story, and I'm like, fuck, now I got to pull out, because there's like 20 minutes of information that I can't remember, even though I watched it like when years I was... Ago. Yeah, I was barely a teenager, and the movie was already 10 fucking years old old to me. So, (laughs) technically, Bill and Ted is not part of my generation. It's part of, like, the one before us. It it was the generation right before us, but... Yeah, because I was born in 89, and the first movie's, what, 84? 85? Man. Something like that. I'm pretty sure it's 84, but enough of Bill and Ted... Um, Um, There was something else you wanted to talk about. Yeah, and you're going to get fucking upset. Uh, <laughs> so I went to the movie theater last. Oh my god! Uh, Why am I sitting next to you right now? No, calm down. It's not that bad. I went to the movie so okay. Oh, well, for people who don't know, Texas opened up movie theaters again two weeks ago. Uh, we went last week, me and Liz, and we went to go see a movie we talked about here on the on the podcast, uh, Unhinged. By the way, fucking Russell Crowe is fat in that movie. Two is not oh. as great. As as the trailer, as the trailer. The Damn, ending. Now I want to watch it. The ending killed it. For I'm not. I'm not gonna drop uh, spoilers, but the ending was just kind of anticlimactic. Okay, well, I'm not really interested in the movie. I'm more interested in his like, acting. Is great though. Like, he, how? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Enough, enough. I haven't watched it yet. Okay, so the the movie going experience. So I didn't want to go to Cinemark because it's at the mall, and a bunch of people haven't gone to the mall. Here in Laredo, not a lot of people go to Alamo Draft House to begin with. Like, it was very... Like, they I've were been never to the packed. mall, period. How many times have you been to the mall? Two, three times. So when I but get I, there, I, I, I do I have to be wearing a mask? Yeah. Everyone inside. Well, I didn't go to the mall. I went to Alamo. I'm asking if you've gone to the mall. Oh, I've, gone to, I've gone to the mall three times, and you have to wear your mask. Okay. That's my question. But I haven't really walked the mall. I think I only walked the mall once when it... Like you just went for what you needed to get and yeah. left, right? Yeah, I get it. Because a lot of stores aren't 
really open or they're limiting like four or five people, I'm not going to wait outside a store to go in. Like, I went to the... So there's that many people at the mall that you have to wait in line to walk into certain stores? I didn't want to find out. Okay. I don't know and I didn't want to find out. Like, I went to dinner. I'm asking because, again, I have not touched foot on a mall. Because I, I want to go to ThinkGeek because I want to pick up some pop, some pops, but I don't want to just go and then, oh, you know, wait outside and then there's people behind you and it's like, I don't really want to do that. Right, I don't want to so wait like, in, in the fucking snake of people that got to be six feet apart. Sounds yeah. Like shit. So, like, I legit just went to, like, Dillard's, picked up jewelry, left. Okay, okay, enough so, about the mall experience for the mall rats. Fucking mall rats <laughs> should die. Um, um, the movie experience. So, I, I just... So, said, how many people were there? Just us. And I think one other couple in the very front. So and that people. was on purpose? Like, you couldn't buy the seats in between? So, or? if you buy four seats, that row becomes yours. Obviously, it's only me and Liz, so we bought two. But if some, if you buy two together, I think there's got to be, like, two spaces in between for anybody else to buy. Since Alamo Draftout doesn't have all those many seats together. Yeah, right, right, you. right. So, every other table, every other couple... You could fill up a seat, right? Two seats. So basically, only like two, through two maybe. Oh, you said seats. unless there's four people on the road. Yeah, if you buy four, if like say me, you, Liz, and you have a date, buy like four together. Mm-hmm. That row is yours. Like, ain't nobody touching that row. But can y'all sit next to each other? Like, I don't know if all four can, but me and Liz were able to sit next to each other. Right. But if like if all four of us buy seats together, right. But it has got to be bought in one transaction. No, I feel you, but I'm just trying to understand. I'm curious. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't tried it. Um, the one thing is, you buy everything online. That includes food and drink. Oh shit! You can't order there. You they have to pre-prep your your, your meal for you. Right, obviously. So they know what you need, and they bring everything in containers. And there's no more plates or anything like that. Like the popcorn comes in like the regular popcorn stripe box. Yeah. We bought popcorn. We bought like the tub of popcorn is basically two boxes. They bring you the butter in a separate container. The fried pickles come in a to-go container, and we bought pizza that came in a sleeve. Yeah, so fuck the environment right now. Yeah, no, fuck the environment. <laughs> Everything's recyclable. Okay. But, yeah, so and it's then like paper. The, it's not. Foam yeah, or it's whatever. not foam. Like it's paper. Okay, that's fair. Then the drinks come in like plastic cups, and they bring. So you they're in still your thinking cup. environmentally friendly. Yeah. that's cool. And like every time you need a refill, like they bring you a new cup. They won't just refill you. Oh shit. My only problem with that was I use butter on my popcorn because I'm fatty. Mm-hmm. It's slippery when you're having to put it in that box, and the first box slipped out of my hands. Oh, that pissed me off. Like, and Liz saw that I got upset. Like, for what it cost me to go to that theater, like, how much fuck. did it cost? Man, you don't want to. Know. I paid. I about, do. I paid about seventy bucks for the the tickets were ten dollars each, and it was everything is regular priced. And if you think about it, that's usually what you spend when you go to Alamo Draft. Yeah, I was going to say. Because we got a pizza, we got the fried pickles, we got popcorn, and we got two drinks. It's like so movie we had, and dinner. We had movie and dinner. Uh, I like that. They test you before you even walk in the building. Test you how? With the gun thermometer. Just to the head? Yeah, just you to the head. You know that doesn't work, Yeah, right? I know it okay. doesn't work. But they don't let you come in just like that. And they need to see your ticket before you walk Speaking in. Speaking of that whole things that don't work um i don't know if you've seen that uh video from san antonio that they got this new device that apparently flashes these crazy blinding lights in an area on the airports to clean or to sanitize COVID out 
So this already exists in like air purification systems where there's like a really bright light bulb in the bag that uh, it uses one type of UV light called UV-C. And what it's meant to do is it's like a germ killing uh, uh, light. You ever seen those bluish mm-hmm. lights that are in the corners of like meat markets or like uh, restaurants when they're walking in and out of the... The kitchen type of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that thing is supposed to kill my microorganisms, uh, whatever. Like, could be bacteria, could be whatever. The whole idea is, is that, that that light has the ability to kill the virus uh, as it's killing it off. But apparently, they do it in sections, and it has to blind out the area for about two minutes, and then kill the thing, and then it goes down, I don't know how many more feet, and pretty much cleans the whole airport uh, apparently it took, I don't know what it was saying. Like, I think I read it wrong or something, but that high, like high maintenance areas that it's cleaned every tw- 20 minutes. So just imagine a machine cutting up spaces every 20 minutes. So there's like less spreading of germs. And if there is someone infected that you won't be in contact with them, or you don't have to worry about them passing you the virus type of thing. And I was like, very gimmicky for something, but this was just news related that was brought up because, um, you know, uh, you want to you want to do something to make people feel safe. Yeah, of course. So obviously, this goes back to that thing of why I was asking you about why'd you go to the movies, and I I was more interested in that that part about telling me like. What's the whole issue with social distancing? Do you have to wear a mask while you're yeah. in there? You have to wear a mask when you're in there. Only if you're eating, they right. have to see you eating. If not, you can't. Yeah, now you got to put it back on. Yeah. Whatever. Right, right, right. Typical shit that the and, restaurants have been doing. And you can't walk in without getting it. T- like they're gonna tell you, like, oh, how many tickets? Okay, one person in at a time. Like, it's. I think they did pretty well. Uh, will I be doing it again? Probably not. Too much of a hassle? No, no. There had, there's not any. There's not enough movies. Like they're only showing three movies. Like there, there was only one showing of the Unhinged. One well, I mean, showing there's, of there's Tenet. Movies playing right now. There, there's movies playing. Like I wanted to see Tenet also, but there's only one showing. Like there's not multiple showings. Obviously. Movies. So, um, I mean, there was only what you and another couple, so four people for yeah. one viewing. Like, how do you make money on that? You don't. Yeah, right? not exactly. Uh, but it was like it was something I wanted to try to get. Like my thing is, I love movies. I love going to the movies. So I just wanted to see how it would be to, to get some type of normalcy back. And uh, it was interesting. Would I do it again? It had to be a movie I really wanted. Was to. it normal, really? Like it has to be a movie I really want to watch. Like, see, but you see, like the the mall movie theater has Tenet, a bunch of. The new, they have what the fuck is the new mutants? It's a new the new movie that came that came out. The What's new it about? The X-Men. All right. Oh, wow. They only have four movies at Regal. Cinemark has the same movies. And that's all I get to see. I go guess. Go to Animal Draft House. But you see, like, like the mall and the other movie theater have multiple no, they theaters. Um, go to their webpage. Uh, oh, they I have to go to their webpage. They that. have multiple theaters, so they can do different times because they can clean one while the other one's playing in a different theater. Obviously. Animal Draft House is limited to like one, two, four theaters. Yeah. Yeah, four theaters. So, yeah, they have one showing of everything that they have. 
Uh, but I man, I dug it. I if it, if it stays like that, very limited. I don't mind it. And they they really expressed the rules that the new rules that they have. Like like they were with the whole no texting and stuff in the theater. They're very pushy on you know we're telling you this is what we're doing things now. That's how we're doing it, no matter what. So Animal Draft House on demand. I bet they're showing like a bunch of old movies. Oh, I figure they always show old movies. Uh, so yeah, I, I I dug it. I liked it. It was something different. Don't buy tickets, yo, Serge. Yeah, you gotta find your theater. Nothing. What? I don't know why they made this so difficult. God damn it, Christian! Look, I have the app. That's see that I, I'm using a computer, not a fucking app. So. Like for tomorrow. Oh, they actually have more viewings of it. Is that Pepe? Yeah. The they they have a documentary. What yeah. The fuck? They talk it's a it's a documentary about how the creator came up with the idea and how the world took it as a meme. Uh yeah. Interesting. So like each the new moon has two times, one at four thirty, one at seven thirty. Bill and Ted have three fifteen and six fifteen. So it's spaced out so they can clean. Tenet has 315, 4, 5, 6, and 7. So every movie is getting one play a day and depends on how many people. Yeah. Interesting. Well, um, what an adventure for you. It was fun. Like I said, <laughs> I probably won't go back unless it's a movie I really want to see, like maybe The Wonder Woman, maybe Black, uh, Black Widow. Something. I'm sure a lot of people are going to want to do that. Yeah, but like I did. Yeah, I, I'm gonna wait till it. The my point, my point is, is that you barely want to do it again, and this is when there was nobody. pretty much no pe- nobody. Yeah. So just imagine when there is a line. Yeah, I, I won't do it. Uh, inconvenience. No, inconvenience. I can. I watch would it. rather watch it at home. I'd rather <laughs> watch it off, off off my Fire Stick. What I do hope is is that if once these movies do end up going to movies, um, pandemic or not. Like, like I, we've mentioned enough before is that this isn't going to end tomorrow. Um, I hope that they keep doing that, uh, self check, like the checking and like making sure everybody's safe and healthy. Well, no, uh, also like uh, direct to stream or direct to certain, like certain blockbuster movies, like after they meet their quota or whatever they need. On the oh yeah. Like to quick releases. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially like something like For the people that just don't want to be out in public anymore. Cause they're, and here's the thing folks. you can do what Disney's doing. Like say you put out Mulan at the theaters. All right, cool. You don't want to go to the theater. That's cool. You can watch it at home, but it's going to cost you 30 bucks, bro. Here's my thing. I don't mind it because I want the, the entertainment business to keep growing because I like movies. I mean, what the fuck? Disney's big enough, my dude. Get the fuck out of here. They're crying over a few dollars. Like, How do you stay rich, Chris? How do you stay rich? How do you stay rich? Tell me. I don't know. Keep getting money. No, you don't waste money. The rich stay rich by not wasting money. They waste other people's money. If you say so. <laughs> my, my thing is that, like, all right, um, it comes out on the 12th. And they're saying that by the 31st, it will be free to stream on Disney. Okay, that's kind of shitty. That is shit. I'd rather wait. I wonder how many previews they're going to actually get. This should give you all an idea of how many people actually give a fuck about the new Milan movie. And if they're actually stupid enough to pay $30 for early access. Early, early access. Well, not even early, early access, but... Just early access like, because... I'm pretty sure like for like the Marvel movies, 
be they would make a lot of money. Like say Endgame. If they did, oh, you can watch it early before anybody. If you pay this much, a lot of people would pay it. Hmm. Bet money, dog. Yeah. Bet money. You're saying like, there's a yeah, like a. There would have to be a Disney movie, wouldn't it? I don't think Marvel would allow those type of rights just to pass by them. I don't know, but Marvel is Disney. Yeah, you don't get it, but even oh, like though you mean, you mean like one of the Disney originals, entities. like you mean Disney original, right? Calm down, Chris. Stop throwing shit around. What the fuck's wrong with you, dude? Motherfucker. What I'm trying to tell you is, what I'm trying to tell you is like they're not just gonna do that with any movie. The wires from door. From where? Could you vibrate it when you move the chair? Holy crap, dude. It's okay. All, it's all wood, son. All right, my bad. Um, I'm living in the house of cards. <laughs> Chris just got scared because my house moved somewhere. Um, so, no, I, I get what you mean where Disney, uh, like it's got to be like a Disney entity that you can do that. But my thing is like the comic books. Society is so big. Well, goddamn. Uh, the, <laughs> the, uh, the 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 like the Marvel entity is so big, and Marvel comic book fans really like that shit. They will pay for it. Yeah, but what I'm saying because is they, that Marvel's not going to do that. No, I don't think Marvel would do it. But like, like Disney will do it to make money, because Disney's all about making money. No, I know, but. At the end of the day, it's like that that little name still has a call in it. You know what of I'm course. saying? Of course. I'm not it's, a bad... It's not like George Lucas where he completely sold his fucking rights off and Disney went on a fucking gangbang on Star Wars. <laughs> like, it's um, nothing like that. My only thing of Disney is I'm still not a fan of the making all their classics into real-life movies. Some shit just shouldn't be a real-life movie. I'm sorry, Lion King should have been a real-life movie. Mulan should not be a real-life movie. It's part movie. of the process, guy. I mean, you can't... You, you can hate it all you want, but... It's going to happen. I understand I understand right. it's going to happen, but... Those, Just as all those move, cartoon movies you saw were originally some kind of book or based on some kind of fairy tale... No, I understand. It all goes forward. I, I get you know it. What I'm saying? Speaking of books, uh, leading into the next topic, this quarantine has me reading a lot. I'm uh, surprised. No, I'm surprised too. I wasn't a big reader growing up. Uh, not because I don't know how to read. Uh, <laughs> I don't read good. You don't read well, well motherfucker. <laughs> we still don't know where that's... We can't find where that's from, but yeah. I, yeah, I know, dude. Uh, anyways, uh, and we're trying to limit our cousin too. Uh, we're trying to be more politically correct. Hell here. no. I'm uh, not. So, I've been reading a lot. And I just finished up... I, I like what I the stuff that I like to read. But... I like autobiography, so I just finished up Mayor Kane, which talks about Kane's career and how we moved in, how he's a, like a wrestler that's now a politician. He's a mayor of uh, Knox County in Tennessee. Uh, but what I really started getting back into, I am a comic book fan. Uh, I don't, I don't read comic book uh, like issues like I used to anymore. Like each, I can't do it because we don't have a comic book shop here anymore. Which yeah, sucks. Yeah, digital's not the same. To Di- me. I can't. I get bored. I can't read. A comic book digitally. I can't read a book digitally. I, I want the copy. I want the physical book. Uh, so yeah, like magazines to me, like I've had different subscriptions. Digital, and digital now, and they're boring. Like I can't do it. Like I mean, some articles are good, but it makes me skip over the boring shit. Like I don't, I don't want to look back at it. Like yeah, 
I don't know. There's this frustration that I've been having with the ebook thing. I don't call like me it. old school if you want, but yeah, um, I like I like physical books. So, and uh, I really didn't talk about it much. Uh, my stepdad passed away, so we've been going to his house to like clean up stuff, and he was a very big comic book fan, and he just collects stuff, and he had a bunch of uh, Batman graphic novels. Yeah. Uh, which got me to go buy some. Like I just, I'm, and I just bought it, and I'm reading it now. Is I just bought the Long Halloween. He had Hush. He had the White Knight story arc, and he had the Damaged Damaged story arc. And I went to go buy DC Infinite Crisis uh, a couple weeks ago, about a, a week ago. Which is the only reason why I went to the mall was I legit went to the bookstore and back. But I went to the bookstore to see if they had like comic book uh, subscription. Like you can go pick up the new comic book. They don't. <laughs> and we don't have like Laredo does not have a comic book shop, and it's very frustrating. I thought we did. We did. We had one. It closed down because of oh, the whole pandemic shit. stuff. It sucks. Like um, I really wanted you to get back into about a bitch. But yeah, I had man. No idea. Like I really want to get back into comics. Talk uh, about being out of tune. Shit. Because again, and here, here on this podcast, I will drop other podcasts that I listen to. Uh, Variant podcast is one that I listen to, and all they talk about is comic book stuff and uh, like actual comic. Oh books. yeah, okay. I, I was on a spill with you on that one. Yeah, I and uh, I was background. listening to, to earlier today, and uh, they were talking about the three Joker storyline that DC because DC is coming up with some great fucking storylines in the comic book uh, section of their stuff. Yeah, which is the the heavy metal, which uh, Snyder the the other Snyder's doing. Uh, but the three jokers just came out, so I really want to get back into it, and it gives me uh, it gives me something to do. Like now that we have all this time and like on our hands, you know what I mean. And uh, yeah, it sucks that we don't have a, a a goddamn bookstore, and it's very annoying. But I started reading that a lot, and a book that I'm trying to pick up these next uh, either next payday or something is uh, Fahrenheit 451. Okay, yeah. I heard that was a good. And and, uh, and did you did you ever read it when you were in high school? No, no was I, that part I, of your I fucking curriculum? never read what they told me to read in high school. Just I always found it as propaganda and bullshit like that. <laughs> no, I mean I would try. Um, yeah, we had to read what was that? To Kill a Mockingbird. I think we all read that. one. No, I didn't read that one. No, no, no. We were, I was supposed to read it. I I got jumped out of that class. Uh, I read Fahrenheit four fifty one in the class I ended up going to. Um, uh, Fahrenheit 451 is one of my favorite books. Uh, I reread the... Dude, what the fuck did I read in high school? The Leonardo DiCaprio movie, The Great Gatsby. I oh, read yeah, that. we, I we they made us fucking do that like if it was a play and shit. Oh my God, that was so annoying. Really? Yeah, they would make everybody Be read a out a character. That's weird. And every time the character came up, you had to like, you know, do your thing. And that was just so annoying because I was just like, that's not the same. Like, if you're going to make us read this shit... To me, it was a lot fucking more entertaining, like, when, uh, what do you call it, like, some, per, like, professors, oh, sorry, teachers. dude, fucking university, uh, some teachers would actually have, like, the little audiobook that went with the, the play cutscene, well, that's how and I they read would that play book. that bitch back for you, and, you know, just to make sure people were paying attention, like, they could tell when they were, when you were reading a boring story, my fucking... Face was so in the book that I was asleep, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I, like in reality, like hearing it, like it's so much different. 
and they would go out and buy like the premium ones that had like the dramatic effects when like they would the talk different about, voices and stuff. Right, right. Yeah. And when they would talk about a storm or something crashing, you, the you would hear the you would hear the bangs and all that. Yeah. Well, like, you see, now they have that. Now they have audio. No, no, I know they, that's they, crazy. They, they've, I, oh, they've always had this, but now it's like a. a, a it's uh, just no. I hate it when they would make you go in class and they would make you do the dialogue like. Bitch, I never read Beowulf. I never read any of those fucking things before. I don't even know how they go. I have never read half of Shakespeare. And yet, you're over here making me do the fucking Romeo and Juliet. And I'm like, how do I know what the fuck Romeo sounds like? I don't. Romeo. And, okay, right. But then you read it out and it's like, no, it doesn't sound like uh, that when you're reading like it. Like, my thing. and Where no. art thou be, que la chinga? Like, what the fuck, bro? We're a bunch of Mexicans trying to sound like Brits. Like, <laughs> There's a lot of words. There was a lot of words, especially in Shakespeare. I didn't read Roman and Juliet, but I read Beowulf. And it's like, there's a lot of words that I don't know what they mean. I don't know how to pronounce them. Because bro, and English. okay. Again, those were the little good parts where those words that didn't come up. I was dipshit who would always read oh, my hands. What the hell is this? How do you say just, this word? I just did my training <laughs> at work, and we were going through like the the manuals, and I'm like, how do you how do you pronounce that, dude? Yeah, right. Man, like, it's not that I don't know how to read. It's just like just I no. Go. I'm sorry. Like again, when you told me look up Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer and Pfeiffer, I Pfeiffer. I hear either it's a PH or it's an F. This is P-F. another I, another F, another E, and then an R. <laughs> it's spelled with the PF, which is not normal. Like, it's and then like, there's an L and an I yeah. and an F in there too. <laughs> How the fuck do you spell that name? It's ridiculous. So like, yeah, yeah. So coming back to the books, like, I really want to start reading again. And like I said, Fahrenheit 451 is gonna be like my next purchase that I that I do. And I want to read up all the graphic novels that I have. But as you, I know you read a lot of articles on stuff because you send me a lot of. stuff. I read articles read. a lot because I feel like that's what keeps me up to date. Keeps me up to par. But as far as book goes, um, any any type of book that interests you? I didn't start reading books until I got sober. I'm gonna tell you a book that a story that I want to read, and it's and uh, I think the first book book that I actually started reading was the Alcoholics Anonymous book. How was that? Um, I only did the first two chapters, and they okay, were very relevating. And question, question. Before you get into that, did you do the? And this may be a little bit too personal. You can say you can cut it off if you don't. Did you do the twelve step program thing? Or I mean, I tried. So you just you didn't. Get, I never like people. I've that never, do, I, I don't. I've never known anyone. What I feel like. You. What I feel like people that when they do the twelve step program, they're doing it because they need help to stop drinking. I never really had that problem. I told myself I'm going to stop, and I had I had done so. Okay. As of lately now, <laughs> that we're in quarantine, I've had a few boozy nights here and there, and um, I'm I'm starting to grasp what my, my my liberation of being told that I can drink again was was kind of that footholding. Um, do I plan on keep doing it and stuff like that? Probably not, no. Um, guarantee that if I do go out again after the quarantine and stuff like that... Um, I probably still won't drink. Uh, what I'm trying to say is that I'm, I'm not trying to be a, an out there type of animal that my whole life has to revolve around drinking. Like I could figure that out for myself. But necessarily those first two chapters in Alcoholics Anonymous. And I, I'm telling you right now, I had a book that I picked up at 
the used bookstore for like two buck two bucks and it belonged to some girl named Melissa. Uh I don't know where she was from. I picked this book up in Austin. And um as soon as I picked up that book, I picked up three other books. One of them was called The Search for Nirvana, which was actually a book about uh just drugs in general, how they affect the psyche, where we come from, stuff like that. So then I realized that I actually liked reading about this. So my genre of books is actually very uh, psychological. Not okay. psychology books, like psychology textbooks. That sounds boring. I like to hear people come up with their own story or a person like a journalist or a, a writer that went and picked up everybody's like drug stories. Like if somebody were to give me a book where they brought like uh, Jordan Belfort and fucking uh, Thomas S. Hunter and then like uh, talk about like little stories like Robert Downey Jr. and then Matthew McConaughey and all the other big celebrities and put them all into a book, I would read the shit out of that book. And it made me realize like maybe my thing is like I like learning about what other people's opinions were on what uh, drug addiction is because I feel like a lot of people don't really cover their bases and, on that. And I feel like addiction is something different to each person. Exactly. That's yeah. the, that's my point. That's why I'm so intrigued that's interesting. with reading those type of books. Other books that I'm actually very interested in also are uh, technological sci-fi thrillers. Or Did you ever read Ready Player One? No. I want to. I want to get you that book. I think you really dig it. I read other stupid type of books because, like, my whole world is information technology, and I have to move on to cyber technology or cybersecurity or just security in general because it doesn't always have to be a computer. It could be. Uh, I. I mean, I've taught you how to do these things. I've taught you how to lockpick. I've taught you how to search around perimeters. How to break through what you would call a fortress. And things like that. And I pick up a lot of books on that too. Like uh, yeah, In your house in San Antonio, I, I, you would show me a lot of stuff. Yeah, uh, there was one about uh, the Black Cyber Squad, right? Mm -hmm. the, the ones from the Marines. Yeah, you showed so me So Marine wrote about this whole story about him going into uh, cyber intelligence groups and how they gathered data and all that stuff. And, you know, people always wonder, how does all this shit happen? How do they do it? Like, it's not like the movies. The, when you read the book, the book... As boring as it might sound, it's so relevating because I'm actually learning the actual process of how these people came to this conclusion and how they catch a predator type of shit. Yeah. So those type of things I also like. Another one um, is actually the owner of uh, Wired magazine. He yeah. wrote a book about where technology would be. And I picked this book up in 2015 and it actually talks about stuff that's going on in 2020. It's funny because I pick the book back up when you told me that you started reading and I what I do is I, every time I read a chapter I have like these little sticky notes that come out as tabs and I get to write down my notes on what I remember very important about the whole uh, book chapter yeah so I went up to like chapter four I had stopped reading it because now I had to read textbooks that I'm not going to be mixing you know together Textbooks is one thing. Reading a book is another. You know, that's very, it's very different. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I had to do real work and I had to read manuals and textbooks and fucking certificate exams and all this bullshit. Like too much bullshit that I didn't want to do. I didn't have time to do the things that I wanted to do. Yeah. I got back on that book and it actually specifically talks about what's going on in 2020 about how we're in a, in a crisis 
It goes over how technology has helped us avert the crisis. It talks about how um, the response of Neuralinks, which Musk just fucking brought up uh, recently yeah. about connecting your brain to the internet. All these things, motherfucking, the owner of Wired Magazine wrote We're it in a book. And he's explaining how, what are the big 10 uh, technological advances to come into the into the era? The new era, yeah. So, 2020 was kind of like the starting point for him. Not, not on purpose or anything like that, just a hunch. And holy fuck, he nailed it. Like, I'm, I'm more interested in finishing this book now because at first... This is technically fiction. It's something that's coming from somebody's mind as an opinion. And as I'm reading it, I'm realizing, holy fuck, I already lived this. Yeah. That's scary. That's interesting. That's some Norstradamus shit. That's some fucking uh, My, uh, philosophy yeah. type of deal. That's a modern day philosophy, honestly. And it was it was really mind-blowing. Like, it has been. That's Sadly, I don't... Like, comics, I'll leave it to the youngins to get into... To me, I moved on to uh, graphic animations, uh, just because. Again, like I, I maybe maybe it's an ability I don't have, but when I'm reading a comic book and I'm talking like Batman, I don't sound like Batman. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You can't do that, I'm Batman. I'm not even in my head. Like I don't sound like Batman when I'm talking in my head. I just sound like me when I'm talking in my head. So, I don't, like my my um, imagination, my whatever you want to call there. it. Like I, I, I like hearing. Uh, Voice actors like yeah. when I hear fucking Hamill as Joker, you're like you're never that hard. No, no, no. What <laughs> I'm saying is, I don't even have to be watching the cartoon. As Just soon as I hear his voice as the Joker, the I know image. the fucking scene. The image. I know the up. perfect cartoon comic strip lo- looking fucking scene that's about to happen, and I see it playing in my head. Well, you see, like what? But I if it's if it's me trying to read it from a script like a book. You can't. I can't imagine it. I do that. Like, I'll read... Like, I'm, I'm reading The Long Halloween right now, and the voice of Batman is the one from the animated series. Like, right, that's yeah. The that's, in, okay. that's the voice in my head. I, that, that's where I do eventually come to, but I have a hard time, like, putting that putting notion in. together. I like to hear it. Um, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, like... Some I'm, things are easier to see than read. Yeah, no, I, I get you. Like, this fucking podcast should probably be a video, but we won't know till, <laughs> till later. Not yet. Um, yeah, like, I'm, I'm really interested in that. You, something you brought up that, like, is something, a book that I've been looking for. There's a series of books uh, that they've, I can't remember right now, and I can look for it later. But there's a book called Batman and Psychology. That all oh, like the, a detective point of, or vantage point type of thing. Yes. Uh, so, like, Batman and... Let's see, hold on, because I'm Googling this. Uh, Like, they have one that's called Batman and Philosophy, but that's not it. And they talk about the Dark Knight of the the Soul, and they really go into into detail on, like, the characters, why Batman is the way he is. Like, see, Batman and Psychology, the the Dark Knight of the Soul. And it's published by Blackwell Philosophy. um, Hold on, you see this thing real quick? Yeah, so basically, it explains like Batman and all the bad guys, and like why Batman does what he does in like a. In a all right, so no doctors were involved in this, but it seems like they're like philosophy guys, right? Yeah, and like they. Kind oh of, no, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, philosophy. Yeah, 
There's one. There's one shit that should be psychology, and they have one for like the Flash. They have one like for different characters, but that one's really interesting to me because I think Batman, the character is very flawed because there's one version that I read that. See this. This sounds interesting to yeah, me. Yeah, it, it's totally interesting I, to I, me too. Because this is technically what I kind of read, and 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 here they're saying. Uh, it's like reading middle stories or essays about people's opinion on, like, Buffy the Vampire Slayer and philosophy. Yeah. Like, uh, it's just draft notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of, like, put and mesh together to give you of why, yeah, why Batman is a Batman like, through philosophy or psychology. Like, I read something online. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Like, I'm very interested in reading it. I read something online, someone explaining Batman as in, what if Batman is the mental case? The what ifs are always yeah, the best like, story. The guy explained it like, what if, <laughs> what if Bruce Wayne went to a like mental hospital because his parents he saw his parents die? Right, and this and, is the trauma that you're and you all these characters like Two Face is not really Two Face. It's a employee there at Arkham that Bruce imagines to look like that, and Joker is like say the warden. Yeah, like I like I. I know me and the homie Ray would go through uh, comic theories like this. Like that, like some I, I've, I read it years ago, and that story always caught me. And because like he's a uh, totally off Batman and Ninja Turtles. The, yeah, that he's yeah. a Ninja Turtles fan, but finish the uh, philosophy it, bit. Like it was just that, and uh, like they have a Superman one, they have Watchmen, they have uh, different characters. So it's Park. always like the same authors covering the different characters. No, I don't think so. Maybe. I, I, no. I, maybe some of them like come up a lot, but it's different characters. And All right, that's something you need to bring back because we don't have enough info on that and yeah. we're coming to the end of our show. No, no, that's but I will end it on another thing that you were saying like that, um, that Ray had brought up to me the, the, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Ronin. I don't know if you had seen that one. No. So... Um, they, they, he did. It's not a full explanation, but what that plot is supposed to consist of is they kill all the Ninja Turtles except one, and then he takes all the weapons from his fallen brothers and he goes and avenges them. And he finally, like the Ronin, finally goes and kills the one bad guy that they always let live. And I was like, whoa, that sounds mind blowing. And he's like, yeah, well, you know what's more mind-blowing? They haven't told us which Ninja Turtles are alive. So which one do you think it is? And I was like, well, shit. I don't know because I haven't even jumped into that. But that was like a really cool comic, like fanboy theory. And where this guy just made his own like uh, plot and uh, narrative set. And he didn't even pick who the fucking main character is. And he's like, you pick. Who, which one? Of which the one would it? you pick? Yeah, and everybody's like, "Fuck!" Everybody's already given their like two cents on the bitch, so maybe that's something we can go back on. Maybe that like your philosophy on the DC character what, we can go back on. But this one, the one, the one I've been wanting to read is Batman and Psychology: A Dark and Stormy Night. This is a little description. Um, Don't read it all. Out. No, no, I'm not gonna read. It. I'm not gonna read it all. It's just basically it's going through all the the different. Um, versions of it like the golden age era and all like that and basically it explain it helps us explain why do we enjoy a superhero who doesn't have superpowers like why does he fascinate mm. us so much 
and it's, it's basically the three points that it gives. It gives you a fresh insight into the complex inner world of Batman and Bruce Wayne and the life. And I mean, we can make a whole fucking episode. Yeah, just can. those questions alone. It explains, and the, we could write our own fucking book. Check it out. It explains the psychological theory. <laughs> it explains psychological theories and concepts through the lens of one of the world's most popular comic book characters. And it's written by a psychological uh, psychology professor and super. What's the name of this book? Batman and Psychology, A Dark and Stormy Night. All right. Well, that's all I want to hear about this book. Everybody who's interested in looking at this book, you can go find it. It's cheap on Amazon, by the way. It's like 15 bucks on Amazon. All right. Yeah, that's actually pretty cheap compared to a fucking textbook. Uh, We're coming up to the end of the episode, guys. Uh, We appreciate y'all writing with us all these episodes. I think our Facebook, go look for us on Facebook. We've been posting up our current uh, episodes and our our backlog. We've been reposting. Yeah, like we'll, a bunch we'll of repost our uh, little episodes that come to mind. I keep posting a bunch that I keep like haven't listened to, but I remember what we talked about, and I like to just bring up little pieces because uh, back then we weren't very good at our descriptions either, so we don't even know what the fuck's on them. <laughs> so if you could all do us a damn favor, and help go us to out. our Facebook, uh, hit us with a like button, check out our views, you know, and. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut this out because Chris hates it that I do it. But I'm gonna do it anyways. Our Facebook is STS Chris and George. We have our Instagram, uh, which is Chris underscore George underscore STS, and we finally got our Twitter back. I don't know if All I right. told you yes. We got our Twitter back. Our Twitter is finally back after it being hacked. Uh, our Twitter handle is STS Chris underscore George. Uh, we're gonna be posting everything on there. You can find us on Anchor. You can find us on Google uh, Podcasts. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. And you will soon also find us on YouTube and, and hopefully Twitch. YouTube and Twitch is, is in the works. Like I said, we did a video podcast so, earlier today. again, fair warning, guys. Uh, if you don't see a video cast that's been posted up and are wondering what the hell happened to it, you can just ask us on our page. <laughs> but uh, it's probably that... Um, we don't fucked up. We gone fucked up. And that's the end of that show. So thank you guys. Blow us up. Share us our stuff. Peace. <laughs>